Lee, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Good. How was your break? Uh, refreshing. Felt needed. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, how did it feel if you were here for a month without me? Well, what I did, I just rolled up into a cocoon and waited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh that's what a lot of people do in my absence. <laughs> um How's uh how's your job? Any stories from that? Uh not much on the job front, but on Monday I actually hosted my first uh Monday jam. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, it was fun. Pretty fun. Uh what did you do differently uh than uh what differentiated you? What set you apart from the pack? Yeah, I guess not much. It was it was more um I guess it was more freeform. We kind of just sat and chatted for a couple couple minutes. We played one game and then we did some short form and long form. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Okay. Okay. Trish, uh what'd you do for the month while I was gone? Yeah, I did improv and had a lot of fun doing that, I guess. And it was bear. Yep. Huh. Improv is never fun. <laughs> right. It's it's a product to be sold. You know? Yes. <laughs> Oh my goodness. We missed you, Brian. I missed you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I will never leave you. Again. A lot of habits in my month actually. So yeah. yeah. Uh Trish, I know you love these stories. I got another job. <laughs> I I got a job at a burrito place. Is it Chipotle? Uh no. The during training the guy was like, I want you to treat uh, this dough like it's a Chipotle worker and punch it. <laughs> right? Um, repeatedly. Wow. So it, it was a burrito place. It was a different burrito place, though. So. Yeah. That reminds me of um, the story somebody told me that um, they were at Chipotle and the uh, the person was just pounding the burrito until it exploded and used the sour cream as an adhesive to wrap back yeah. together. And they didn't have gloves on. So. By the way, I'm pretty sure I'm already fired. What? I have not gotten like, <laughs> in words or writing, but uh, yeah, this is this is pretty much every month I get a job. I'm really excited and that I don't focus on it and I'm fired. Uh, this this is a new one. Um, Trish, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am prone to random nosebleeds. Oh, oh you are? Yeah, yeah. So I had a nosebleed um, and thankfully I caught it, right? I took some paper towels and I, you know, stuffed my face 
right, before it could get into the food. Because I knew if I got into the food, I was dead. So I go to the bathroom, and I'm just bleeding for, like, what feels like 40 minutes, right? And my boss knocks on the door. He's like, what's going on in there? I'm like, I have a nosebleed. Uh, I can't come to – like, I was about to clock out for break anyway. So I'm like, I'm going to clock out for the day. I'm sick. Um, and then I leave as soon as I can. And what I don't realize is I bled all over the floor and didn't tell anyone to clean it up. <laughs> but at so, least no, they don't know it's you. Tomorrow I'm going to come in and pick up my first and probably last check. What do you mean they don't know it was me? I opened the door and said, like, I got, I'm sick. I can't. <laughs> no. Oh, that's You got to clock me out for me. Right. Did you say you had a bloody nose though? Maybe you were just like yeah. in there. I told them I'm <laughs> sick. I have a bloody nose. And they were like, there's blood all over the fucking floor and you didn't do anything about it. Do they have like granola people where you live? What is a granola person? <laughs> it's like this person who's like, um, is really like into whole foods and like the environment and like they have all these mindful practices all the time and it's not really common i think in minnesota like we do have whole food store but i we don't really have like a lot of people who practice consciousness and stuff i feel like unless i'm just like not around those people like buddhist no, i don't know i am i'm definitely in a junk food town right people <laughs> love junk food yeah what about you lee do they have those people where you live honestly uh i don't know 100 percent because i don't go out much um but i i do have a couple of friends who are like super mindful super like um who like watch their health and everything and i I, I try not to um, get any of their destructive habits. Do they ever, like, turn it off? Or Like, you know, like, I understand, like, people are authentic. That's their authentic self. But it's, like, it's almost, like, so hard to imagine that somebody could be so mindful and respectful, like, all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So these very mindful people you're friends with, when you are walking down the street and you see like a homeless person selling oranges or, mm. you know, whatever homeless people do, do they give them money? Right? Mm -hmm. They don't. Oh, you. Well, then you're not really mindful, are you? Hey, don't. Don't look at me. It's, it's them, not me. I, I am very much judging them. I, right? I, am, I am very mindful. Right. Do you, take, do you take a breath? Do I take a breath? Yep. Just a breath, like at any, at any point in time? <laughs> no, a conscious breath to get back in alignment and to exercise oh. your oneness. Your grounded behavior. Honestly, I do a lot because, like, whenever I'm working, it gets stressful sometimes. So I have to step away and just kind of like, 
like take a breath, maybe sit down on the couch <clears throat> or sit on the patio. You have couches and patios at your workplace? Yeah, you work from home? I work from home, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can I ask, have you seen people on Reddit that, like, have six monitors or six computers where they're working, like, multiple work-from-home jobs? I don't, but I know that I know that, that they exist. They exist. They do. Right. You have a mouse jiggler. I don't even know what that means. That sounds insane. A mouse jiggler <laughs> is if your boss makes you put some sort of monitor system uh, on your computer to make it look like, to track, make sure that you're actually at your computer during the, you know, entirety oh. of your job. So you buy a mouse jiggler so that it, you know, just moves the mouse so the screensaver doesn't start. So it looks like you're at your desk doing stuff when you're really not. Yeah. It's clever. Necessary. Very necessary. Yes. Thank mm. you. Now I have a work from home job where I drop ship mouse jigglers. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, people are like, I love being online so much um, <laughs> from their meetings online, whatever. But they do not want to go back in person. You think Next. that sitting down work with from them. home or work from the office? Man, work from home for me. Are you aware that you are destroying the real estate industry single-handedly? I hope so. I, I, you know, what do landowners bring to the table, you know? I think it was... I you know, think, roof think, over the table so it doesn't get rained on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean... Uh, the landowners themselves don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, wait, where does everybody else stand on this? Are there people that would rather work at an office? Well, okay, I can only get restaurant jobs, so I guess you can't do restaurant jobs from home. Mm. What if you could? Like, uh, you get emails with like your tips and you share them among the people doing dishwashing from home. And then there's somebody like DoorDash who only their job is to take the <laughs> person whose dishes are washed in the house and bring them to this idea uh -huh. sucks. Yeah. I prefer not to work from home. Um, I can. <laughs> a home is where you hang your hat. Yes, indeed. But it's also where you sleep and um, take comfort in um, the small things, right? Entertainment, mm -hmm. whatever. So I think it's very distracting. It's like very inhibiting to just be like, I'm gonna sit home and focus at home. Like it's, I don't know, a little bit challenging. Yeah, I have that same stance. Like, I work from home, but it is 
so easy to get distracted and want to just sleep. So what I do is I get distracted and sleep sometimes. And um, <laughs> I, will, I will love to be in an office with like a boss hovering <laughs> over me saying, hey, do your work. Or I'm going to smack you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's your opinion on kind of um, college from home? I don't think you really went to college if you went to an online college. Hmm. Well, Would you trust I, a I doctor guess. with an online university? Well, I think to be a doctor, I think even if you do take online classes, you should be required to have some in-person uh, like mm. exams or tests or like because you, you can't you can be a completely hands off the and th- there is such thing as remote surgery these days you know like uh, yes. a... metaverse surgery <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah fully endorsed by mark zuckerberg well, what if it happens like in the future that all of our entertainment is just online? Like, it might even be like that, and we just like we don't even know. <laughs> like I, somewhere okay. in the universe. If I'm paying for a ticketed event, I want to be at that event, right? Mm. I I know, <laughs> like seeing something in VR is not the same thing as seeing it in real life. Yeah. Agreed. Well, what, so what people with a lot of money do is they get the celebrities to come to their house and do, right? Like a lot of, a lot of really rich people do that. Famous story, Mariah Carey paid Jim Jeffries to do stand-up in her house. But Chris Rock was just a guest at the party, and he was like, oh, you're going to bomb. Do you think it's because of the reciprocation aspect? Like, I can't I need when I go to that concert, I need to feel like other people are reciprocating with my energy. Mm. Is that yes. kind of... Well, what, maybe you can, maybe this, maybe the the VR headset can stimulate that part of your brain that feels that, uh, <laughs> that social connection, and then right. it'll just. So okay, up. a couple months ago, I saw Dimitri Martin live. He's one of my favorite comedians. I love, I've loved him like literally since I was a kid, you know. And then I I followed the venue on Instagram, and they had a giveaway for this other comedians. Thing. And I was a little worried because I was apparently the only person <laughs> who entered the Instagram thing to get, you know, the person's stand-up tickets, right? Mm-hmm. So I see the show, and he has some sort of right-wing jokes, like... And it's a, it's a little uncomfortable, but everyone else is laughing, so that's how I know when to laugh. Like, I'm looking around, and I'm like, okay, if that guy's laughing, I'm going to laugh, but otherwise, like, this guy's not funny. 
it's true. Yeah, the audience makes a big difference. I feel like, because uh, yeah, I, I, like year, years ago, I saw Bob Saget uh-huh. <laughs> uh, live, and uh, and and like uh, later on, I read a review of that show in the newspaper, and the reviewer said it was terrible, and I thought it, I thought it was good. So, so uh, I don't know. Like the, the reviewer said it was very unfunny, and he was like sort of, you know, like you say, the, the crowd wasn't with him, but like everybody around me was laughing. So I don't know. Like it, like it just maybe seemed, you saw yeah. it the night before or the night after. I, I think that was, that was I think that was like a one night thing in in yeah at that time. Yeah, like, okay, well maybe it was like he was on the left side, you were on the right. Maybe <laughs> yeah, one half the crowd hated him. That's what I'm one thinking. One half the yeah, crowd like, was really digging it. Like yeah, like maybe that guy was in in a pocket of of people that that <laughs> weren't into it, and he had a totally different right. experience because of it. Right? <laughs> My mom listens to this podcast, uh, and mm. she retold the story. So this is like third or eighth hand this story so i don't know if it's true there was this guy brad williams who is a little person uh and he saw who am i thinking of uh carlos mencia live and carlos mencia had a bunch of jokes about dwarfs and little people and he was like why are like none of the people in this area laughing is there like a real in the audience and there was so he invites Brad Williams on stage, who at the time was not a comedian, and Brad, like, you know, kills it, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember that story because, like, I've done open mics. I know that there are tons of people where, like, the first, like, literally the first time they ever try stand-up, they will kill it, and then every time after it, you're going to bomb. Mm-hmm. That's just sort of one of the realities of being a comedian is like you're always chasing that first high. Hmm. That's uh th- th- there's like so much uh there's like so much out there I feel like that sort of talks about the psychology of stand up comedians, you know, like 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 that's an interesting what you just brought up was an interesting part, but also there's yeah, there's like just like 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 th- there's like a like a, I don't know. A lot of people talk about how there's like kind of like a deep insecurity or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, I think there's this thing like from the childhood. I know I'm always talking about childhood, but I think it's like this um, thing that all, almost all the comedians have suffered a lot in childhood trauma, and it's mm. like that survival skill that makes it yeah. like I can do anything because I have had to survive at a very early age. Um, maybe even on my own because of the neglect or whatever I was going through. And now it's like nothing phases me and I can like, yeah, I can do a lot. Yeah, that, that, that's true. And actually that reminds like, yeah, a lot of stand-up comedians when they're mm-hmm. interviewed about their childhood and how they got started, like a lot of them did have that thing where like, oh, as a kid, I learned that I could, you know, I could uh, <coughs> make people laugh. And that was, and that became like a, I don't know, like, yeah, I, I, yeah or, or, yeah, or, or it's like, they could use, 
making people laugh as, as like a, a way to, I don't know, get to be- make the situation better, you know, whatever their situation was. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, bet, I bet Kevin Hart was a big class clown. I could just picture that. <laughs> but And it's the same voice he uses today. <laughs> <laughs> Do you do you think he no 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 I think that when Kevin Hart was in high school he would stop talking about how Chase gets you unlimited cash back at grocery stores <laughs> like that was the real thing that motivated him was he was like one yeah. day I'm gonna inform people about all the great deals you can get on cash back with Chase right that was his one motivating factor it, it was just like a hobby for him and it just so it just so happened that they, yeah. They found out of it. It's like, oh, hey. Do you think, too, that, like, a lot of people in comedy are just, they're so hyper-focused that they don't have the same abilities to connect with people um, Mm -hmm. on on the same level because they have to be so, like, hyper-focused all the time to get all that shit done all the time? Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Like, the focus, what, what kind of focus, like the focus of like to... On their craft and just... Oh. Yeah. So like they're the like... Drive. Yeah, they're just like, <clears throat> I have I have 30 minutes for you. That's it. I'm moving on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. In comedy, it's all about timing. You know, you're given five minutes. <laughs> you're on a stopwatch. <laughs> right? Wrap it up. Okay. This is- <laughs> I'm getting the light. I'm sorry. We got to cut this wedding <laughs> short. Uh, the, yeah, the, uh, the, you know, like, uh, uh, I haven't actually seen this movie, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. There, there's like the Adam Sandler movie, Funny People. I, I saw it, I some of that. It was a yeah. Judd Apatow thing, I think. Apatow, uh, I say Apatow. I don't know. Anyway, what? what? (laughs) There's a joke in Funny People where Seth Rogen says, like, as a joke, oh, I hear Robin Williams is going to come up on stage and kill himself. Oh, Oh, man. And then five years later. That's dark. Yeah. But um, anyway, back to what Mesh was saying. What were you saying about (laughs) that? Oh, I mean, oh, I mean, that was pretty well. Yeah, this movie. I mean, yeah, like I think that movie apparently hit an, hit a nerve for a lot of stand-up comedians because a lot of them kind of reference it, you know, and and the when they're talking about themselves and like sort of like the I, I guess like again I haven't seen the movie, but I, I mean I guess there's like a lot about uh, just you know what it what it means to be a comedian and sort of like how yeah the like the emotional undercurrent that you know like like people that seem very funny on the stage like they they might be deeply sad you know in their personal life i guess uh and there's like a coping mechanism like the the humor is a coping mechanism and it's a way to channel some of that i don't know those feelings i guess not every comedian of course yeah some comedians are perfectly healthy and stable and, you know but yeah but yeah but i guess apparently like, there's a lot of that in the mm-hmm. comedy world i guess 
<sighs> deep, deep stuff, but, uh, you know, and that's it's like the title itself is supposed to be sort of ironic, like funny people, you know, like, because <laughs> I, I think the movie deals with a comedian that has cancer, so it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's comedy. Uh, but yeah, Brian, I, when I came in, I uh, I didn't get a chance to say it was. It's uh, cool to see you back, man. You know, it took a little hiatus. Uh, how, yeah. how have you been? Yeah, I um, I I'm very passionate about this show, uh, and I want to, you know, make it the thing that immortalizes me like, the thing that people know me for, um, but I don't know, mm. uh, it's, it's too niche right now, right? <laughs> right, well, I mean, I, I feel like maybe that's, you know, I, I feel like if, if you're going for that, I feel like you maybe you need to, like, diversify a little bit, <laughs> you know, you know, like, I, I, I mean, like, not to, not to take away, I mean, like, I think, like, if you put that much into one thing, when it's just sort of getting off the ground, right. I mean, it can. No, I yeah. am sort of. I'm sort of kidding. I just want to monetize it in a way where, like, my dad will stop telling me to get a job. That's what I'm looking for. That level. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that's much more realistic. I. I think that oh, is. Sorry. Go ahead. Right. I want to aim for, like, I might be able to move out and rent. Mm. Or, like, I'll be able to buy video games with the money I make from this. I feel like there's a... There's some diversification of... of, of, Like, yeah, maybe there's, like, other avenues as well that you can... Well... Uh well yeah uh does any does ha, have we uh, uh I got a little late does anyone have a, a script or how uh yeah so um I I I I came to Brian I came I came to Cold Reads I think after Brian uh went on break so um, so that day I was like I I sat and wrote two micro uh shorts and I said okay have them ready. But then Brian told me it was on it was on break, so I cried. But I have those oh. um, ready. They're there's they're spooky because they're a Halloween theme, and they're like two microscopic shorts. And I can are they anything there. like the Monster Inc. one? <laughs> oh no, they're, they're not that uh, twisted. Risque. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for it to be that uh, NSFW. That's cool. Mm. They're a bit more. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say NSFW out loud before. Right. When you're, that's what I hate about old people that write young people. Nobody says the acronym. They say the phrase. (laughs) Nobody says LOL. I laughed out loud. Right. Well, I'm old, so. (laughs) Right. You say not safe for work in conversation. Well, you no, say talk like, to you later, not TTYL. I like saying NSFW. Oh, I, like adding no. more, I like adding more syllables than necessary. Mm. <laughs> How would you like it if I added some unnecessary 
unnecessary syllables to your name are thirththirly lily. Okay, that that was a low blow. Like I I can't. That was low. How dare you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I thought you were better than this. this don't let this be the thing that wrecks us. Find it in yourself to forgive me. Okay, I forgive you. We all know that Lee stands for Lucky Egg Entertainer. Larry, every uh, equivalent. <laughs> Loosely existential excrement. No. <laughs> I'll be honest, um, Lucky Egg Entertainment actually sounds like a, a real um, studio. <laughs> right. Like, it, it, I'm pretty sure Tencent like, acquired Lucky Egg Entertainment, though. <laughs> they would. Like, they don't even know what it is. They're just like, acquire it. <laughs> just like Microsoft. Just acquire, acquire, acquire. Uh, yeah, Lee, you no. want to put the Google Docs in the chat? All right, I already okay, put Hey, you want to? Oh, you had that ready. You had that ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was getting it ready. Okay. So, um, Lee, would you like to cast the sketch? Yeah. So uh, the the first one has only three characters. Um, I'll I'll read the no. Um, Brian can read Sage. Uh, okay. Mesh can be Carl, and um, Trish mm -hmm. can be Sasha. Okay. Right. Number one, kid ghosts are the worst. Interior, scary abandoned house, night. Susan, a Caucasian young adult woman, and Carl, a slender African-American young guy, are slowly walking through a house that they feel is haunted. They're clearly afraid and on the lookout for anything spooky. Uh Stay close to me, Sasha, okay? Nothing's going to hurt you. Okay. There's a bold oh, shit. of lightning. <laughs> and we see the ghost child appear right in front of them. They both let out a scream. Oh, shit. It's a ghost. Worst. It's a ghost child. They're like the worst kind. Why does it matter that, it, that this ghost is a child? What makes it worse than an adult ghost? Look. Sasha points over toward a corner of the room. We see the ghost child setting up a ghost bone on a table. We see a shot of ghost child doing a typical TikTok dance in front of the phone. We see a shot of the video. The video has the caption, about to kill these two motherfuckers. Oh, God. The ghost child walks over to the other two. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll play the ghost. Yo, my TikTok is trending, bruh. Look. Oh, jeez. Kill me now. The ghost child instantly pulls Sasha's soul out of her body. Looking at Carl and with an evil tone. Do you want to be next? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I want to live. I'll do whatever you want. Lit, yo. Hey, hey, I got a video idea. It's this new TikTok challenge. Take a sip of li stick of lipstick and you stick it up your... Oh, God, just kill me now. And do you want to do number two? Oh, yeah, we can do number two. Okay, so um, we can... Do you want to... Do you guys want to play the same parts or do you want me to mix it up? Uh, 
mean, we could be the same people just for continuity's sake, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll do the demon, and um, I'll do Anna too. Carl, Sasha, and Anna, a young girl who's about 12, are watching a scary movie. Demons emerge from across the, from the screen. Are you guys enjoying the movie? The demon then possesses Anna while laughing. Anna does the classic head-turning gimmick from The Exorcist. Then flames start shooting from her hands. Wow. Looks like Anna was possessed by a pervert. The flames instantly stop shooting from her hands. Uh, what, 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 are you, what are you talking about? Uh, it's just that there's a room full of people and you went straight for the child. <laughs> he didn't even give it a second thought. This doesn't make me a pervert. Bro, you're literally inside of her. Uh. The demon looks... Uh, down in a sun, stunned realization. He then exits her body and possesses Sasha. There, you happy? I'm an adult. A grown-up with with a grown-up body with boobs. Yeah, these are nice. Wow. You avoid possessing the black guy. Seems kind of racist, doesn't it? Yeah, super racist. What the fuck? Ugh! The demon then uh, exits the body and possesses Carl. There, you see, not a racist. I possess the black guy. I don't know. Saying you possess a black guy actually sounds more racist. Man, this demon sucks. The demon exits Carl's body and manifests as his own entity next to them. For fuck's sake! Fine. Fine then, who can I possess? I can't possess any of you guys because there are people who actually care about your groups. What group of people exist on this earth that literally no one cares about enough to defend their honor? Who could be that worthless worthless of a human being? We cut to interior, dark bedroom night. We see a 20-something man in a dark room lit by the glow of his computer. We then see a shot of his Twitter feed displaying bad news about a tragedy. We then see the guy typing ratio into the comment section. <laughs> At the very moment, we see him getting possessed by the demon and instantly doing the head turn gimmick. Title card, Nobody Likes Internet Trolls. Nobody likes internet trolls. And <laughs> 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 scene. And scene. Nice. Nice. <laughs> How dare you? Okay, my people have fought and died for this country. <laughs> Internet trolls are the backbone of this nation. <laughs> yeah. Name one thing that wasn't, you know, made entirely better because of Internet trolls. My life. <laughs> the universe. Something else. Twitter. Something else. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, pre-Elon Twitter and post-Elon Twitter do count as two different Twitters. Yeah. Twitter 2.0. I can't wait for it. Mm. Uh -huh. 
How do you guys think that's going to end, by the way? The, Honestly, how it's going to end? Know. The Twitter saga? Well, yeah. I just... <laughs> you think Elon's going to go bankrupt? I think he has too many... He has too many assets, like like actual assets, to go bankrupt. I think, but I could be wrong. I, right, that's impossible. I, I yeah. feel like Twitter itself may go bankrupt, or probably yeah, like Twitter, be sold off. Yeah, Twitter itself could. Yeah, I don't think it will. I don't think Elon is exposed enough. But uh, yeah, Twitter Twitter might uh, go through some changes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Me and my mom are always debating who's going to buy Twitter, right? Is it going to be Amazon or Facebook? Uh, yeah. Maybe we and should like, buy Twitter. Just make a big, uh, make a big GoFundMe to buy Twitter. <laughs> oh, you guys hear like the news that happened like earlier today? Parler announced they are severing ties with Kanye West. Oh wow! Ooh, shocker. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, it's, uh... first it was Adidas all day I dream about sex. Now it's what? <laughs> 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 it's the acronym I for Adidas. No idea what you just said. What? What did you? Adidas. Say? Adidas. And that's what Adidas stands what? for. That, that's what Adidas stands for. <laughs> I learned that in oh, high school. Oh, bar is like fucked up beyond all recognition. Mhm. Yeah. And Adidas is all, all day I dream about sex. <laughs> I just think about. <laughs> I heard that word before. Wait, I thought fuba. I'm thinking of a different, similar word, like fuba or something. Oh, fuba. <laughs> the uh, yeah. <laughs> the fuba. Fuba. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a different. Oh my the, what is what is Fupa get? It's like the front front under. What is it? What's the area? Uh, oh, it's not oh, a woman. Fat, oh, fat. Like, oh, okay. Okay, now I looked at you. Okay, yep. Don't want to say that or not. Look. <laughs> Private. Uh, we, Private we, we just called her boss, uh, Arthur. <laughs> A fufa. Wait, why, why did you just call me? Fufa? What is what does that mean, child? Well, it's not exactly a smoothie. It sounds like a smoothie. If you have to know, <clears throat> just uh, that under your private area, it's just it's been getting in the way. Um, at work and so forth. So I just, but I mean, it's an asset, boss. It's an asset, okay? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get these young people terms. Well, uh, I was born <laughs> back in 1991. That was so long ago, dearie. You're gonna have. What, what does it mean again? It, it's, it's, it's something about underwear. That under if, if private need, area. If you need underwear, you can go down to the Winn-Dixie and buy yourself some underwear. Oh, I thought you were going to offer yours, I those big bloomers, because, you know, those two assets must go together. But, um, you know, 
I think we should turn this place into a lingerie shop. A lingerie shop? Yeah. I, I, I don't think that will be appropriate for my old heart. I mean, you can walk around with Koopa. Sounds like my pet dog. We, we, we cut to the grand opening of Lingeratio, the lingerie store for internet trolls. <laughs> I'm not a troll. I'm just, you know, very passionate about My Little Pony, and I, I think that my opinions on the matter need to be heard. Okay, it's free. It's free, are you against free speech? Sir, we, 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 this is, are you going to buy anything or not? You've just been, you, as soon as you came in, you just started yelling and, and standing up on the counter. Uh, this is a place of business, sir. Okay. Can I interest you in some of our, some of our bloomers? They have, they have. Did you just call me a bloomer? Well, it, it's kind of an ironic thing. It's like the bloomer boomer. It's, you know, it's sort of, you know, it's like it's not in fashion. It hasn't been in fashion since the 90s, but it, we wear it ironically. Like, see, I'm wearing some. Look. Side note. Whoa, boomer, you boomer. showed me your underwear for no reason. Okay? I didn't think sent to that. Side note, uh, bloomer boomer sounds like a stripper name <laughs> for an older lady. Uh Okay, Jack. Why do you think? Why do you think his comments are just as important as mine? He, he, I, I listen. I, I don't want to expose any liability. He, he's actually one of our secret shoppers. Okay, he's 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 like a he, he works for us. He he prevents <coughs> he prevents theft. Whose secrets are you keeping, Mister Shopper? Everyone's. I'm gonna uh, go. Jackie. I'm gonna go. Okay, this place is not. It's not giving me the right vibe. Okay, the vibes are off. I know your IP address. Uh, Jack, I think that guy just walked out with like a whole rack full of of bras. <laughs> yeah, but they're on clearance. No one was buying them. Uh, well, what is all... the point of having? What is the point of having someone like you around, you know, like, uh, <laughs> because you like having me around. I'm good company. I have a great aura. Uh, I, I, I guess. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. You got to love the aura. Come on. Uh, it's the best. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Listen. Okay. If you're not going to be loss prevention, maybe you should be. Maybe you should be more. You should have a a a, a role. You know, you should in, motivate people. You know, you should help. You know, motivate people to buy things and not just come in here. I mean, I know our clientele is pretty big on just ranting about stuff, but I mean, they mm -hmm. gotta buy mm -hmm. something eventually. We're gonna go out of business. Okay, I'll I'll be sales rep. I'll I'll, I'll talk to the very next. Next person who walks in, okay. wherever it may be. Ding. Yeah. Ding, da, 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 ding. Hello, kind, kind, oh. kind person. Do you want to hey. buy some lingerie from uh this place? 
Well, yes, I do. I got a 42 double D, though. Can you, do you have something that big? Jack, take her to the plus size section. I'm I'm I'm, stare, I'm just staring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have something for your uh. Say it, say it, say yeah. it. I want to hear it because these your, girls your are worth it. What? For your size. For your size. Oh, your that's arm. so respectful. But I I I like people talking bad to me, so just just say it. Your flesh pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Your your Jimbo's. Thank you. Your Jiggler Rockets. Jack, you can't you can't your face is like two inches from her chest. You gotta pull it back. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just they have their own gravitational pull. My milkshake likes all the boys in the yard. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, J J Jack, you got you got you got to you got to sell her that bra that makes oh, right. smoothies. So. The, the one this? that makes the smoothies, you know? Okay. So this bra is enhanced. It is made from surplus military material, which means that it will not break. There is literally metal in the bra, so nothing can pierce it. It breaks. What the hell? I know these are heavy, but damn. They're heated. But sh show her how you can put fruit in my breast. Show her, show her how you can put fruit in it and it blends it up. Yeah. So listen, um, I, I I grab a banana out of my pocket. <laughs> oh, that was a banana this whole time. Okay. Okay. Uh, Just put them in there then. Okay. Um, I I grab a uh, a scoop of ice cream from my back pocket. Here you go. Oh. Okay. Thanks. Strawberry. Add some and chocolate syrup. Chocolate syrup. Yes. Anything else? Strawberries, whipped cream, apricot. Okay, I uh, I have most of those in my back pocket. Here we go. And it mixes it up. Here you go. Try it out. Mmm, tastes tastes a little fruity and a little bit like something from my body. Mm, love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna show. And tell everybody in the company about it. And we'll see you soon. She yes, walks out. But you have to pay bye for bye. it. Bye bye. What? But you got to pay for it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was a mutual exchange. I just let well, you use my, what did you call them again, Titty Rockets? I let <laughs> you use them, okay? <laughs> And now I'm going to be walking away with the smoothie. She has a good point there. No, Jack, Jack, don't you dare. You, okay, tell her to, she can put it on layaway or something. I, do, you, do put something. It on, you put it on layaway. Put the Listen. smoothie on layaway. No, <laughs> not the, the smoothie maker bra combo. Listen, I'm going to level with you. It is absolutely noticeable that your shirt is dying under the weight. You're, I can hear your shirt screaming for pain. You need this bra. You need to support the ladies, okay? Now, just pay us 200 bucks and you got a deal. Tell you what, I'll subscribe to your Twitch channel because I know you have a Twitch account. I Yes, Boobies Anonymous. Um, oh, shit, I'm not subscribed. Um, <clears throat> 
All right, all right. I will buy this bra. Look. Thank you. Yes. Looks. Here, I'll give you a discount. <laughs> How, how's that sound? <laughs> we, we, okay. So, so, uh, so, uh, Trish, Trish's character gets the discount and she buys this bra and layaway, but she doesn't make the final payment. So we cut to Brian, Brian as as a bounty hunter who has to re or a, or a what are they the people that repre, a, a repossessor who has to repossess that bra. <laughs> that metal bra because she didn't keep up with her payments on it. What is up reality TV? I'm the repo man. <laughs> and I'm here to repossess uh, some boobs. I mean, some bras, <laughs> same thing. I don't, I don't know anatomy. No, 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 don't take the bra. Um, for those at home, I am chasing this woman in a car she is running uh she has sneakers on and she um we're gaining on her but she is like way ahead of us i can barely do this anymore it's too heavy <sighs> it looks like um her pickup bra is uh creating momentum rather than sucking it <laughs> So it's like propelling her forward. Whoa! I'm almost gonna escape, I promise you. <laughs> oh, we're headed to the highway. She is running um, in between lanes, outpacing a motorcyclist, <laughs> getting honked at. Hey, get out of the way! Oh, it looks like her boobs swung and knocked the uh, <laughs> left side mirror off. <laughs> she turns the Insurance other side. Insurance does not cover that. She knocks somebody's whole fender off. <laughs> I thought it was a superhero. Why did they want this bra so badly? Look, you missed a payment, okay? If you can't. Give me the four ninety five. I'm gonna keep chasing you. <laughs> can I just get a layaway plan? For the four ninety five? <laughs> yes. Or I can give you half of my boob. <laughs> I will accept half your boob. <laughs> I don't know if you can carry it. I can barely carry it. She falls on the ground. Ugh This is too much. Take the damn bra. Get the concrete be dented and crack. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it seems like her body has caused her to sink into the concrete. <laughs> so I'm going to need some real heavy duty equipment to pull her out. Help! Help, somebody! We're trying. We're calling someone. Don't worry. Too yeah. heavy. Uh, hey, uh, did somebody call? Uh, did somebody call for some heavy equipment? Uh... Whoa, not that equipment. <laughs> call for somebody else. Uh, does someone need uh, a pizza delivered? I got extra sausage. Not you. Not you. She calls somebody else. 
Hey, I hear you guys need some um, bodily touching to be done. I'm your man. You can get me a fireman or something. I am a fireman. <laughs> All right, then. Throw me throw me something. I need something to get out of here. All right. I, th- I throw you a um, one of those life donuts you see on boats. <laughs> Grab hold. Okay. <gasps> we hear like yeah. a soundtrack while this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to put your arms around it and hold real tight. I'm going to pull. Okay, I'm holding. <laughs> So much weight. Actually, my arms are buckling. Okay. Can, can, can someone help me here? Okay. I'm not falling. Okay, I'm slipping. Take my hand. I'm almost there. I got your hand. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Now, I'm going to pull. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought it was going to be down there forever. I thought I was going to fall and break my neck. I thought my boobs were going to kill you. I thought so, too. I could, I could tell just by looking at him. Thank you. You're a lifesaver, really. Yes. I want to go back uh, to the job now. I am fucking tired. Uh, um, hey, uh, hi, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, J- Jerry from, uh, Party City, and, uh, I'm just here to repossess that fireman's uniform you're wearing, because, uh, Oh, you didn't uh, complete the last payment on that, so uh, we're just gonna, just gonna but, take um, that. I'm not uh, wearing. I'm not. You take it off, but I'm completely naked. Well, uh, I, I wasn't wearing anything under. Oh, uh, that you're gonna have to pay a fine for that. Uh, you know, it's clear. It clearly states that while it is while it is still being leased, that you ha- must <laughs> wear undergarments at all times. <laughs> You know, you cannot contact, have direct hey, contact. Um, I'm with the real estate. Um, I'm here to repossess the party city because you didn't pay the mortgage. <laughs> oh, I, I, you know I'm good for it, baby. Come on, you could tell tell the <laughs> landlord. I, it's 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 it's, it's I, you know, I'll, I'll 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 find another way to pay for it. Okay. So I have no clothes, and we're on a highway. Can. can 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 I at least borrow the outfit until I get back uh, to my house or something? Well, uh, <clears throat> maybe you can do something for this this repo man, and then I can do a favor for you. It's like kind of a three, kind of goes around in a circle, you know. I don't want to so don't go jerk around, me around with this circle deal. Jerk. Okay. <laughs> Am I in the circle or not? Uh, well, we're kind of all standing around this lady's gigant, ginormous boobs. Uh, so I think, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of like two circles. Uh, I, I right. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I actually can't see who I'm talking to right now. It's kind of blocking the view. Uh, I'm so cold right now. I'm so glad you guys are in my space. Yeah. Um, can I borrow your bra to wear? It's big enough to fit my entire body. Okay, here you go. She gets it off, and it's really heavy. 
I'm able to put them on like a pair of overalls and they form around my body. <laughs> These are comfortable. Oh, milkshake. Like oh, a maternity carpet. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's warm. It looks like you're wearing a like a metal like like a like armor like a. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like Robotech. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's like what Batman wore in Batman versus Superman. Watch out, everybody! It's it's um, Boo Boo Tech. Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> he starts strutting off. Aha! And see. <laughs> I was very afraid of where that was going. Now, now I gotta watch Robotech because of that. I thought you were gonna say Boo Boo Cop. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> yeah. All right, I have something. Yeah. Cool. Go, Brian. Go, Brian. It's your birthday. <laughs> uh, this might be like an old one. I'm, I might have done this Uncle Reed before, but um, it feels like I haven't. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Um, I will play main character Mesh. I think should play the teacher. Um, okay. There's a character named Another Man. I want um, Lee to play. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Trish, could you give stage direction? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Interior bedroom. A man is scribbling in a journal lit by candle fire. Journal entry day. 7,553. Interior museum. A tour of students led by a teacher enter. Uh, re- remember the assignment, if you'll remember, was to write one a short paragraph describing every painting in this exhibit. The main character walks past a painting, does a double take, and expects it closer. Inspect, that was supposed to be. Um, I remember that day. My mind was closed. I was among the sheeple. Suddenly, I was the herder with a big, powerful stick that's made out of sheep wood and a hat made out of, I don't know what, what hats are made of. I guess that's why I didn't chose farming. I was blind until my eyes happened upon the most purposeful collision of acrylic and canvas ever made. There she was. We see the back of his head as he looks at the painting. A large red fingerprint on a canvas. It was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. I wanted to get my immediate thoughts down. We see the MC jotting down page after page of words onto his yellow notepad paper, eventually running out of space. The camera is focused on MC, so we can't read what's written, but it looks like scribbling in the spots that we can. I needed time to process the emotions invoked upon me by the work. I was consumed by that piece. I would have given up my life to please me, not the artist, the painting. 
I knew that day I needed to continue this work, but finishing that assignment didn't matter. To me, only this work from God, but God makes mistakes. And this artist was no mere God. This was something on a higher plane. This was crafted by a force. There was no, there was not a single painting in this museum worthy of a paragraph. These were the only words I would ever write. The MC faints. The MC is lying on the ground, covered in scattered yellow paper. He turns to his side to see, in the distance, another man looking at another painting who faints. He also has loose leaf white paper scattered around him, pages covered edge to edge in words. Hey, asshole, that's the painting I gave you an epiphany? The fuck's wrong with it? It's a thoughtless creation that shows no imagination on the part of the auteur. What's imaginative about a piece that only conveys a meaningless diatribe of emotion? Your painting looks like carefully choreographed ketchup stains. Oh, look, I'm a ha look at my hacks work that I spent $100,000 of my parents' money to go to art school to learn how to capture real life perfectly, even though I live in an age where the best cameras in the world are already in everybody's fucking pocket. Meaningless dribble. Fuck you. Interior bedroom. Sorry. Um, that was the day my love for art mutated into hatred for that man. Stupidity spreads in that man's infections. He was patient zero for a new type of wrong that needed to be eliminated. He's so stupid and dumb and I want to kill him and fuck him, right? Unless <laughs> he closes his journal and puts it on shelf with several other identical journals. <laughs> nice. So what did you guys mm. think? Interesting. I thought it was good. It was deep. <laughs> yeah, the, the the monologue, uh, the voiceover monologue stuff was I thought was pretty like interesting. I mean, yeah, just like the characters like really getting into that that mindset. <laughs> yeah, I was consumed by the piece. I would have given up my life to please this painting. Not the artist, the painting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Has, um, has there ever been like a movie that gave you uh, the Ratatouille moment? <clears throat> Other than Ratatouille? Uh, <laughs> No, you know the moment in Ratatouille when the critic eats the pasta um, and it reminds oh, him of yeah. home and his mother and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For me, I think it's watching some really old nostalgic movies I watched back when I was a kid. Like, um, for some reason, the Goofy movie uh, resonated with <laughs> me because I watched that movie today. Death when I was a kid. Mm. That was Home Alone for me. Especially mm. I was entering the church scenes and stuff like that. Chris, did you have a crush from Macaulay Culkin? Yep. So cute. So fucking cute. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, 
there's a story that like John Mulaney was supposed to play uh, that character or something. Oh. Oh. Huh. Cause like he did audition, he didn't get any roles, but he auditioned. Uh. No, no, yeah, that's interesting to think about how that would have completely changed both their lives, probably. Uh, <laughs> Possibly for the better, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Macaulay Culkin definitely took. Well, fame did I not. For the, <laughs> you know, John Mulaney would have probably still went to rehab if he was a child actor <laughs> earlier. <laughs> speed running, speed running that celebrity trauma. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah, like, well, yeah, like, what, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what can, what, what, the, the inflection point in your life, you know, like, yeah, it's just sort of, it's like, you wonder if you would have gone down a different path if you took, if something happened to you. Or something you wanted you didn't get, but if you got it, but then you also think like maybe maybe you did end up with it finished anyway. You never know. It's kind of like some psychologists believe that there's some parts of us that can never really achieve what we what 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 that fantasy is for us mm. because of the tremendous amount of growth that we would need to do. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yep. Yeah. And it, uh, uh, it reminds me of, uh, this is kind of dark, but um, like Ted Turner, uh, the guy who started, you know, like Turner, the guy who started like CNN and TBS HBO. and all the, did he start HBO? Ted Turner? I don't think he did. Did he? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Turner owns HBO now. Oh well, well now Discovery owns it, right? But but I guess but uh, yeah. but yeah, like Cartoon Network was a Turner channel. But yeah, anyway, yeah. So he he uh, apparently when he he was a child, his father his like his father apparently was 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 also really wealthy, and he he like uh, he sold like billboard spaces, I think, or like. Yeah, he 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 did his like advertising, like billboards and and uh, bus stops and stuff. He would sell the advertising space, and apparently he uh, he just he built this huge empire of advert of billboards and uh, and like apparently like the one piece of advice he gave Ted Turner was like like son, you know, don't if you have a goal, make sure uh, it's like beyond what you can achieve. Because if your goal is set too low, you might achieve it, and then you have nothing, you know, left to do. And the the dark part is like his father actually committed suicide after becoming super rich and building this huge business. And yeah. Because because his because he he hit his target and he didn't have anything else. He didn't have anywhere else to go. I guess so. Uh, yeah. I guess that's. Changes you. Changes you completely. <laughs> In this case, is Ted Turner alive? Ted Turner is alive. His father committed suicide. And I guess that's why Ted Turner 
had such lofty goals of creating a 24-hour news network and creating a, I don't know, this, this big empire of... <laughs> and if it wasn't for him, uh, we wouldn't have Dexter's Laboratory. True. Yes. Or Nick would have made it. Adult <laughs> you know? Swim. Yeah, like the, I feel like like Cartoon Network and Adult Swim, like they would have been completely different if because like they were originally based in Atlanta, uh, and I, I think this they're still kind of based there, but like I think they would have been totally different. Like I feel like Adult Swim would have been totally different if it was based in another city for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like one of the like if if they were based in Hollywood, I feel like they would have just. They wouldn't have stayed as weird as they did, you know. <laughs> you think Adult Swim would have been weirder if it was based in Austin, Texas? <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Austin does have some weirdness to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe a different kind of weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that's where that's where Elon Musk is now. Right, <laughs> that's where he bases. That's where SpaceX is, right? And stuff. so, uh, or close to there. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the the idea of uh, maybe you just need the right environment. You need the right environment and the right goals. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I, uh, I yeah, think what uh, right. we really need <clears throat> is like friendship and connection conversation. Hmm. That's a good True. Point. People that'll help. And you. if you don't have real friends, you should listen to a bunch of podcasts and pretend to be friends with the people. That, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good advice. I mean, that, that, that's actually not too bad of advice because there, there are a lot of podcasts that are very motivational, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank uh, thank you folks for tuning in for another week of uh, of uh, everybody loves art, uh, where we like to sit down and talk about how making art can make your dreams come true. Uh, we have a special guests with us today. Uh, this is an artist hailing all the way from Austin, Texas. Uh, give it up for Clemens Bighorn. Welcome, Clemens, to the Artist Studio. It's Bijorn. <laughs> oh, you know what? I I should have asked before I did the intro, and this is being live broadcast, so I cannot fix it. I'm sorry. But uh well, Mr Mr. Bjorn. Um Bjorn. Bjorn. Oh, Bjorn. Right. Let me just make a note of that. Uh you know what? We we'll, we'll patch that in in post. We'll fix it. Uh we're this is we're gonna cut through. You just we're said it was cut. live. We we have live a million people are listening in live. Uh yeah, but you know, the other million that listens That's later, right. they they'll get it right. They'll get the right one. Uh yeah. Um Okay, say my full name. Out loud Clemens for anyone just tuning in line. Bid Bjorn? Bjorn. 
Bjorn. Close enough. You got okay. Clemens, right? Not a lot of people get that. You know. Yes. yes. Uh, were you by any chance named after Samuel Clemens, uh, the, or Mark Twain, as it were? His that's his real name. That's Clement. Oh, I see. Okay, this. I uh, I am striking out here. Uh, I'm striking out. Do you know anything out. about art? Uh, you know, I do run this this podcast. Uh, and you know, part of it is for me to find out about art myself. I I, I find the audience, uh, the listeners, they they kind of relate to it more if I don't know anything and they're learning with me. And that's why Look, I, I only came you. I only came on here to premiere my new painting, right? I have a new painting. Nobody's yeah. seen it before. I need a big, you know, show to promote it. And I I've noticed that there are no cameras. Is this an audio only show? Uh it it is uh, it yes, this is a, this is a podcast, so you're going to have to describe that painting. The new um interviewer that that walks on to the radio show podcast. Uh, we have with us Alora uh, Berman, a uh, love um, therapist and sex therapist. And um, Laura, hello there, everyone. I just want to help um, our colors manifest. Uh, that's also one of my skills. I heard somebody on this podcast is trying to manifest their art. Is that true? Uh, that that is that's correct. Yes, uh, yes. Thank you. Uh, the you know this uh, 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 Bijorn, Mr. Bijorn. Uh, you you may not know this, but we have uh, kind of a we this is we have a sort of a sister podcast here that uh, sometimes helps us out. Uh, you know, a little cross promotion here. So, um, yeah, this, this is Clemens Bjorn. He's trying to manifest his art into the minds of viewers, uh, even though we don't have any cameras here. Okay, well, here's, here's what here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to give a very stern look into the microphone, and I want everyone to be silent for this. And I'm sure that through my mental energy. I will project the image of this painting into the minds of everyone listening live. Before you if do that, before you do that, I just want to give you a little bit of um, help about manifesting. You have to embody the emotion of the piece, okay? So if that piece that you're thinking of is going to give you happiness or sadness, you really have to think about that emotion. All right, go ahead. Thank you. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. That was really, that was really solid advice. Okay, I gotta say, you're a much better host than um, what's your name? Oh, uh, uh, Art, Art, Artie. I'm calling me Artie. Art, Art, Artie. Yeah, Art, Artie. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The letter R, and then A R R, and then Artie. <laughs> Okay, R R R D. I'm gonna need complete silence for this. Mm-hmm. Really? 
Did you just do that right into the microphone? things happen you know uh i've heard that's the magic of art you never know what's going to happen no you knew exactly what was going to happen right i knew yeah Mm -hmm. i did it's all scripted it's right here see um you don't even take time out of your day to memorize your scripts you you hire people to hold up cue cards for you how unprofessional um, excuse me, Mr. Bjorn. Uh, I don't appreciate your tone with my uh, colleague over here. Also, I think art is like stupid and useless. See, this guy's opinionated, right? He gives me something to like play off of, right? Way better than R.R. Artie over here. Yeah, uh, I think art sucks and it's a big waste of time. And things should go on and do something else with your life, like taxes. See, I've never thought about it like that. You know, it's a new perspective for me. You're oh. keeping me humble, really. Being humble is so stupid, okay? Well, you gotta be chill. Right. A lot of chill. a lot of people would benefit from being less humble. Well, uh, looks like we got a real breakthrough here in the artist studio today, folks. Uh, for those listening at that home. Is stupid. I should pay my tax. Uh, uh, I, I see your, uh, you, you, you had what looked, what appeared to be a, a canvas with a painting on it and you're now tearing it to shreds. Um, is, is, have, have you given up on art, sir? Um, I haven't given up. I'm just, you know, open to new perspectives. Perspectives are stupid. Okay, now now I see what's going on. This guy, you know, he had one cognizant thought and he's just repeating it. Listen, I have a lot of cognizant thoughts going on in my brain zone, and your negative energy is putting a strain on it, so don't mess with my chi. Okay. You know what? I'm going to just send you positive thoughts, and you tell me what that inspires within you. Okay. Oh. Your thoughts are hurting my brain. Yeah. Harder. (laughs) They make me think of cotton candy. (laughs) You shall collapse. As cotton candy does in water. Uh, now, our, our uh, if I could just throw it over to our sister podcast over here. Uh, what do you, what do you make of uh, what's happening here in front of you? Is this uh, a true uh, example of manifest manifesting reality? Well, I would have to really go into you know um, the art uh, first person who is you know wanting to manifest their emotion I, I i do not know what their emotion was maybe he was negating or upset and while he was manifesting 
we see in the background of this monologue. Uh, I'm force choking. <laughs> Maybe he was upset and the image came to his mind that he was going to just, you know, push all of that emotion onto the other person. Emotions are stupid. Well, uh, it, it looks like uh, these emotions are choking this uh, <laughs> this gentleman here. Uh, if he's going to die here in the studio, I feel like we should know who he is. I assumed he was with one of you. I don't know who this person is. Uh, who let him into the studio? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. Him. I don't use. Explain yourself. I don't use names. I am just an experience. You experience me. <laughs> oh, oh! I, 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 I interviewed someone uh, that had a very similar uh, mindset. I believe he called it performance art. Uh, is that what is that what we're seeing here today? I, I, I don't know. No, because art is stupid. Uh, art oh, art is a big waste of time. You have to oh, orient I, your aura. I. I remember I interviewed another person who uh, he said what he did. He called it anti-art, anti-art, art. That's my, that was my brother. Oh. Okay, so this is even more. Okay, we're learning something new here today, folks. Uh, now, in order for us to change, you know, whatever this experience is, we're really going to need the person who is manifesting to change that emotion. Just get that positive you know, emotion going, and you will see a different manifestation. We, we see that, like, now Brian's character is, is uh, or Bjorn is now, uh, <laughs> like, uh, doing, like, the the lightning force thing on the guy. On the Do it. <laughs> like, and, like, pinning him to the wall. I would say ouch, but pain is stupid. Now, this is that strong, energetic pull that mm. the person who's in the manifestation platform is putting out there into the world. Now, it can be um, productive or it cannot be. Oh, but but it, it, it looks like it looks like he's actually turning that energy back on the originator and now he is getting electrocuted ah no <laughs> no <laughs> uh, yes i am your master you will well um obedience is such an archaic concept so um you're not i'm not you're not obeying anyone Uh, I, I'm not sure, uh, who has the upper hand here, uh, but it certainly seems that, uh, our, uh, friend Bjorn is, uh, becoming somewhat disfigured and, uh, scarred by these, uh, lightning bolts. Uh, you know, folks, the folks at home listening, uh, there are literal lightning bolts coming out of, uh, these people's, uh, hands. Uh, manifested, of course, through their 
mental energy. Uh, like while we're on the subject, I think everyone sh should follow my blog called everythingisstupid.wordpress.com. Oh, I'll do that. I really value your opinion. There's nothing on it because because writing my opinion is stupid. I just want everyone to go there and just experience my thoughts. Folks, I, I feel like I'm getting uh, a little bit of uh, a contact high from this negative energy. <laughs> and I'm starting to feel like doing this podcast is pretty stupid. And all of you listening are stupid for tuning in. Um, and, and I uh, feel like this would be a good time for us to talk about sex therapy. <laughs> <laughs> sex therapy is stupid. Like, why, why does my sex need to go to therapy? It's fine. Okay? Exactly. It's like I'm agreeing with this guy on so many levels. Yes. Uh, and agreeing with people is so stupid. Why, why do we have to think the same thing? I'm not a conformist. That is so true. Folks, we see we see their negative energies are now combining together, and the two negatives are making some sort of quasi-positive energy. It's really quite a sight to behold, folks. I don't want to be a conformist. I don't want to be, you know, an office drone like my dad was. I want to do something with it. I want to create art. You see this big ball of, like, negative energy start to form between us? <laughs> It starts to consume everything around it. <laughs> uh, folks, we have a, a first here on in the artist studio. Uh, the whole studio has been uh, essentially uh, merged into a ball of negative energy uh, that is uh, emanating from our guests. Um, uh, 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 our our uh, sister podcast here. I think this is more your territory. I'm the I'm the guy that that studies the art. You're the one that studies the mind. What is happening here? Well, this is what it is, folks. All too often we hold ourselves back by heeding the warnings of our thorny stories or worthiness killing beliefs. We listen to our egos instead of our essential selves. Even as we walk around, we might be thinking, I'm so lonely in the walls of our hearts and resist the desire of our essential selves to throw ourselves headfirst into communion with our partner's essential self. <laughs> wow. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, and that's, that's the power of art. The power of yes. art, folks. Yes. You Most touch. of us aren't conscious of our increased entertainment to our partners during sex. Well, I will be auctioning off this piece at uh, Christie's Auction House. Uh, the bidding will start at $200,000. Uh, and if anybody listening to this podcast uh, uses uh, the promo card, Art, Art, Artie, uh, you'll get 20% off. Wow. I feel the like first I should, purchase I, at Christie's like, Auction House. I feel like I should just get that automatically. Uh that discount specifically the thing <laughs> is when you are have sexual energy is that when you are in flow <laughs> you can have great sex even from a low frequency place you could have ego sex 
revenge sex. Hateful sex. Did you say ego sex? I did. You said eagle or ego? <laughs> like the bird. Oh. And and like that uh, that critic in the Ratatouille movie, Anton Eagle. <laughs> he was my favorite character in the movie because he sucks. <laughs> uh, folks, we're uncovering a lot of pent up sexual energy here in the artist studio today. Uh, it turns out a lot of people wanted to fuck the food critic from Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he was a man who knew what he wants. You know, if he doesn't like it, he doesn't swallow. That's what. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, uh, well, uh, I'm I'm about to give my review of this uh, interview. Uh, I'm gonna say it started out strong. It had a bit of a hazy middle. But in the end, we all learned something about ourselves, and we cried. I'm crying right now. Crying is stupid. <laughs> uh, does it? Are, are there any other um, any other reviews of what has transpired here today? I just, I'm just overwhelmed as well. Everybody has embraced their manifestation today, some of them with sexual energy, others with not so much. But I think it's very beautiful. Well, uh, you know, we here in the Artist Studio encourage uh, having a very uh, open, uh, you know, c- communication and uh, sexual experimentation. And I think uh, this is just a good opportunity uh, for an orgy. You know, just uh, throwing that out there. You know, we're all here. Orgies are cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, pretty much nothing bad to say about orgies. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're objectively a good thing. (laughs) For society, yeah. (laughs) All right, well, uh, well, uh, let's put down the paintbrush and pick up the lube. Uh, We're (laughs) looking Well, we no, can pick up the paintbrush. <laughs> this will be my masterpiece. And Dean. <laughs> no, this right. has been Cold Reads uh, and Improv and Sketch Comedy Open Mic. Uh, if you're listening on RadioFremontClair.org, uh, you can join, uh, participate, write, and do jokes with us by going to oozbear.com uh, Thursdays at 8 p.m., Typically, uh, check the schedule, right? All, all of these guys, you know, they checked the schedule and they participated, right? You guys Yay. love the show, right? Oh, yeah. It's, so uh, you would totally support the show by going to Zazzle.com slash cold reads and buying the merch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, all of you uh, are doing it right now. You're agreeing to it. You're, the audience is not seeing it. It's an audio show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so true. Uh, and also, if you want to support the show, share the show. Uh, tell your friends, your cousins, uh, your aunts, your uncles, everyone. 
Yeah. Uh, anything that anybody wants to declare? Insanity. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, well, welcome back to the Cold Greens game, Brian. I guess yeah. Thanks, thanks for hosting. Yep. Thank you. Uh, thank yeah. you for being thank here. Uh, it yeah. means the world that you showed up. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Mesh, are you going to be on the thing Saturday? Uh, yep, Saturday, jam on oozbear.com, 5 p.m. Eastern. It's open improv jam. And Monday, who's hosting Monday? Uh, I believe it is Eric is doing the monthly uh, subscribers only jam. Uh, oh. And uh, yeah, and it's a Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, but every other Monday is a free and open jam. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, this has been Cold Reads, Zazzle.com slash Cold Reads. Link in the description. And uh, goodbye. Everybody say goodbye. Bye. 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 Keep saying bye. bye. Keep saying bye. 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 bye.